Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Friday. It's the 15th of December, although if you'll see here which way we're recording this on Thursday at 2.40 p.m. the day before. Uh, so you'll know when we said what we said, but you'll see this on Friday, <clears throat> excuse me, the 15th. So this is going to be fun. It's gonna, we're going to bring Derek Johnson on in just a few moments here. Uh, let's see a quick reminder that uh, Johnny Enlow will be back with us for Johnny Enlow Unfiltered on Monday. Always good. He and I stay in touch during the week and we text each other back and forth. And by the time it's time for his next show, he's got a lot of stuff ready and sometimes I know what it's going to be about and other times it's a big surprise so don't miss Johnny on Monday. Uh, well, now with that in mind uh, before we bring on Derek we're going to go ahead and run a quick well spot so you can be reminded of that. Thank you so much for your year in giving. We appreciate that very much. Here's that spot. Jaja Zaina and her great-grandchildren have gone their entire lives without clean water. They spend their days collecting dirty, unsafe water. They have been praying for a miracle, and that prayer has been answered. Because of your generosity, a water well has been drilled near Jaja Zaina's home. Would you join us in providing clean water to the people of Uganda? Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. <laughs> thinking when they're showing those pictures you know there's every we have lots and lots of videos that we show we kind of rotate between and most of them are a completely different water source than the other videos uh, because we go throughout these different villages and uh, you see how dirty that water was this is most most people have never had clean water their entire lives their kids go or they go and and uh, they they carry that water for sometimes 30 60 minutes in each direction um, and we've had a couple that have drowned the children have drowned trying to collect water. So we are such a, a life-giving source, literally, uh, including, you know, those that don't have to go. Kids accidentally fall in the deep water and then lose their lives. has happened a couple times. Thank you so much for your giving. We appreciate it. All right. Time to bring in Derek Johnson. Here goes. Here comes Derek. Here we go. Mr. Derek Johnson, good to see you. So you're in a you're in a new place now. Is this your office or what? Yeah, it's my little office spot. So um, and I'm I'm obviously dressed for uh, the hunting cabin type life right now. So that's why right. I got my I got my Bama hat on and all that good stuff. So awesome. Anyway. So are you quite the hunter? Is that where you get most of your meat? Yeah, I mean, uh, and I grew up that way. My dad uh, was just an avid uh, whitetail hunter and. Uh, we, of course, we grew up in the woods, and uh, and it wasn't always just about the harvest. I mean, we we sat a lot, and we, uh, you know, are conservationists to a, to a, the T. Um, Good. 
But oh. sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't even harvest anything. I just watch them grow. And, uh, oh. I just like to get out. I like to get out in the morning and climb my tree climber and just lay my head back on the tree. I get better naps there than I do in my own bed. Nice. Oh, so you're a tree climber. Well, what do you know? My son-in-law, I have two son-in-laws. One of them is a hunter and my, you know, my daughter was raised in the city, but she met a farmer, you know, and I had this picture of a certain kind of guy uh, that would be in me. I always had this picture of a guy wearing a suit, but that's not who she fell in love with, you know, and so they have, a, they live on 80 acres, but then they go and buy, mo and, and um, they, they've got federal lands around them, plus their own land, and so they'll go out and they, they get, they, they, you know, I don't know how long it's been since they've had, uh, oh, what's the kind of, it's not elk, thank you, Dream. The elk will come wandering around their back, their front yard, and sometimes there's a herd there, and I don't know what the laws are. They keep the whatever the law is. I think you can, I think you can drop one on your property, but you still have to account for it somehow. You know, every everything's different, but you know, it's, that's sort of a conservation thing, isn't it? It is. You know, and I'm. We have limits in Alabama. Uh, that's where I hunt. You'll you'll have uh, three whitetail buck, and then it's unlimited does. Ironically, we have that much population down here. Um, and a lot more get on the highways than they do. Uh, I see more on the highway than I do in the woods. So uh, really, wow. But you know, they've been known to uh, kill people because they'll go through the windshield, depending on what rate of speed someone's going. So it's it can be dangerous. Yeah, you know, I had a, my my youngest of two daughters has had two accidents uh, with deer. One one just ran right out in front of her, and she was uh, pretty young, I think. It was she. Uh, was she in high school drain still? Anyway, she would, well, she might've graduated then, but, but she had remembered her training that when this thing ran across, if you didn't have time to stop, you accelerated. If I'm remembering the, and she remembered to do that, you know, you don't throw on your brakes and do all this other stuff. So she accelerated into it. Um, I guess that gives you more control. Is that the point? With a yeah, you're never, you're never supposed to swerve or anything of that nature because they're, it's kind of, once you do, then it's normally they'll move out of the way kind of deal. Now, if you, yeah. but you want to go ahead and hit it uh, if it doesn't, you know. So. Yeah, she, so she ended up hitting that one. And then um, my son, uh, well, it's we're interesting. My son had an, some sort of accident, went off the road in the exact same place. It was weird because this is a really long road country road 10 miles or eight miles something like that and they, they had an accident in the same spot then later she was in town different place and, and one came up and to her car and then it decided to bolt at the last minute but in order to get out of there it kicked its legs thinking it's going to kick against i don't know if it intentionally kicked against the car but it kicked against the window and went through the the hind legs of the window i mean that was probably more dangerous oh absolutely so, yeah, so that's why they want. Sometimes they say you, they'll they'll increase the number of deer you can you can shoot because it becomes overpopulated and unsafe. Is what, which is your point? So, well, listen, let's jump into this. I you know I only throw a hand grenade in this, and let me just I was asking uh, several people lately, so I'm going to just throw this because I've asked. This is like the third person. Uh, I'm just want to get your take because uh, for about two and a half three years. You know, Charlie Ward, I know you've been on his show several times. He was the first one I heard say this. He was saying, folks, everything is a movie. You know that one? He keep, and he would say that, and different people have said similar things. 
or they'll say you're watching a pantomime. Sometimes he'd say that. And, and what I'm getting a picture of is depending on who you ask, it's like every single thing has been, they believe is a setup. And other people will say, well, some of the things are set up. So let me just ask you that. What, what we're seeing, we all know it's a fake button, right? You and I have already talked about it. it's a fake. So to what degree is what we're watching all some sort of sc a scripted movie that they're, that they're running in front of us? Well, first off, Army guys, we love hand grenades. So that, that's, no, uh, that's, what, that's no hill for a climber right there. So, there you uh, go. but uh, you know, that. The thing that all and I get this question a lot, even with my friends and family, um, the ones that are still kind of, you know, struggling to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Because the biggest component we have right now is, and I've I've learned to try to channel my thoughts in a different manner these days. Because you know you don't want to always come across as the guys like, how come he can't get this? Even though it feels that way sometimes in my heart yeah. because. I try to tell people this right here, no one's ever going to really know that except for my friends and family. Um, but the heart of a warrior, the heart, the spirit of a warrior, um, you know, what happened with me when I first flew onto the scene was, you know, I met a bunch of people and then we went on this tour, but uh, you get lumped in as what they call a truther. Um, yeah. and, I don't, and I don't even think Charlie identifies quote as a, as a truther is, you know, there's a, there's telling the truth and then there's, truthers um but we're a free market first off that's what people have to always keep in mind we're a free market we're a capitalist society it's a free market our thoughts and our expressions are free all right so a lot of people can say a lot of stuff and so then it's like separating what is stuff and noise versus what is truth and facts yeah uh, and then you'll always have that one family member like i have that's where do you get your facts from and i'm like well you know all I tell people is this. I always start off with this first off, if I can get my keys really quick. But I always, I always do, you know, who holds the keys to the military bases all around the world? All right, because that entity in itself, where we are with technology, with missiles, hand grenades, um, weaponry, all forms of weaponry too. You got to think of all the weapons on aircraft, all the weapons on artillery, all the weapons on our uh, amphibious vehicles. I mean, we got all kinds of vehicles, ATV, we got everything. Yeah. We have robot robots now that are unbelievable. Um, so when you think of that entity and who are in control of those, we know that man throughout history has become vile and has gone against people before. We know that we have yes. incident in history. If the world was as bad as some people paint it to be right now. And we know those entities and who they are. If it was truly that, and those people were in control, it wouldn't look like it looks. It would be chaos and more pandemonium. You'd have a lot more um, control um, from another manner, right? So it's always best to lay that out before you get to that actual question, because there's two entities that are playing out right now. There's two scenarios, two stories. Depends on what side of the story you want to be on. It's like I tell people. Now, I do realize that people have jobs. I know that people are working two and three jobs right now. Yeah. I know that people. I know that a lot of those same people have children. Um, and so the time they get off from work 
tend to their chores and their children and all the things they have to do, the must-dos, the needs, then their time to study what I've studied is so little. And then it depends on their attention span to do they want to know because they'll have to cover a lot more ground in that shorter space to know what I know and what a few other people know, like Charlie and a few others. Yeah. So my mother made this joke the other day, which is kind of funny because my mom, you know, but anyway, I always had to watch my mouth with my mama. (laughs) Remember that? Remember that from your very first, from your very first video that went viral. I'm sorry, mom. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, and she, she knows that, Sometimes it comes with the territory, but I do try to watch that as much as possible. But it's like my mother said, well, if there was ever a time that, that you could be thankful to be single and not married and no kids uh, because of, you know, what has taken place and what you're doing and where God has put you, you know, yeah. I don't, she said, you really don't have a life in another manner. You do because this is God's purpose for you. Now you see why you went through what you went through with the military and your story and all that. Well, it's true. Um, true. But the the two variables that are there, one, you got to want to know. And then if you want to know, then it means you got to know what sources that you're looking at. Um, And it goes back to those keys. Who holds the keys to those bases? This is a military operation. And I don't care what general or whomever says it ain't. A lot of that has to do with um, it's an operation. So it depends on what key entities are playing a part of that. Sometimes they have to distract, deflect, and things of that nature. Um, And because it's a special operation and it's a multiple layered operation, not only are they taking out cabal and deep state and draining the swamp, but they're also, while we're doing that, they're resetting the course of history and resetting us back on our foundation, which requires dissolving the Federal Reserve. And there's a lot of things that we, you and I, even at our age differences, but in my dad who's 81, all of us have lived under this same Federal Reserve, this same federal corporation, and it hasn't benefited any of us. And it's all, um, you know, there were components and an agenda of a group of people. And if you weren't in that, then you're just a peasant to them. Right. So it's kind of it's a multi-layer. So the two variables that are playing out are Donald John Trump. And that's the last time I call him that. I do that on every show. But from there out, I call him Commander in Chief Trump. He has to play a certain role because we're not doing away with our elections. We're not doing away with our laws and orders. We're not doing away with our Constitution. They're having to go through and sift out all the things that doesn't support the Constitution, that didn't back the Constitution, which is why Marbury versus Madison, 1803, it was a a landslide, but it was such a historic, uh, became a historic uh, case in history because we had a founding father 14 years. It wasn't like it was 200 years like it is now, 240 plus. We had a founding father who had to go into the Supreme Court 14 years after the Constitution, and define what a law was. Or really, is. really, that's what Marbury versus Madison. Yeah, because I, I remember hearing being taught about, but so I remember the name, but I can't remember the decision. What was the decision? It it specifically said any statute that bears or, in our modern day terms, looks like a law 
that doesn't support the Constitution. So I always like to go back and put it into this. Does not support it. Any statute that bears the appearance looks like a law that does not support the Constitution is null and void. Wow. So that, there's a lot of laws and orders. See, when people say, Derek Johnson, you're a law and order guy. No, I'm not a law and order guy. I'm a law and order guy that supports and backs the Constitution as it was prescribed and as it was written in the time period. Now, that don't mean we got to go back there and wear wigs and, you know, have smoke pipes and put on these heavy garbs that they wore. That don't mean that. But it does mean that if you're going to say, if you're going to be one of these people walking around saying, well, that's my constitutional right. Well, you better know how it was established because my constitutional right might trump all pun intended your constitutional right. If yours doesn't support the foundation of which it was prescribed and where it came from. So it's, you know, where it derived. So that case was huge. So Donald John Trump, Commander-in-Chief, he has to play a certain role because none of this stuff's changing. We're not losing that. We are, we're getting out all these leaders that were bad apples and bad leaders and removing them because what they did, they took the same laws and orders. The laws and orders read perfect on paper. They read perfect, but it's what they were using. They were twisting it, misconstruing it, taking it out of context, or just simply straight up abusing it. And because the people, and this is where you do have to be tough, because people got lazy in a spoiled free market fought by guys like my, I won't even brag on myself, even though I'm a veteran, but like my dad and my uncle and my grandfather yeah. and great-grandfather and great-uncles and all my cousins and family that served, because of their sacrifices, we're rightfully spoiled in the right kind of ways. But yeah. But we are the government. We are the people. That is what we the people actually means. They work for us. They represent us. That's why they call them House of Representatives. They represent us, right? We pay yeah. them. We pay them. And so all these people that got lazy and don't know legislation anymore, Commander-in-Chief Trump has to play a certain role for them well, what he's doing, even though he's he's holding the command over here because law shows he does. But people can't begin to comprehend the law and what's going on with this occupation, which is a military occupation. I call it a special operation, but it's the term is a military occupancy Yeah. with a continuity of operations plan. It's all bipartisan legislation. It's all public information. But you, if you don't know it, yeah. And you can't comprehend you can't comprehend it because you don't know it. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't know it, then you need to know where it's outlined. And so when it the worst por portion of people is when they say, well, when you show it to them and they go, well, how do you know that's that's accurate? Because this is how legislation works. This is how it operates. Yeah. And so when people don't even know how it operates, they're not going to believe any of it because they don't even know how our nation operates. Um, so there's that portion. Then there's the portion that call themselves. There's a lot of terms. You got patriots, you got awake, you have truthers, you have all this portion of people. Um, and some of them are still kind of, you know, they're, they're here, here and here. They'll go watch Fox news, but then they'll come look at me or they'll go to CNN or whatever it is. They want to, you know, 
and then there's a lot i mean it's just a lot of there's a lot of that category a lot of variety about yeah a lot about yeah thanks for listening the elijah streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner go to elijahstreams.com slash give i like to use my arms because a lot of them too are trying to also uh create platforms and i'm not i'm not knocking that but, but what ends up happening is a lot of them try to be experts on a subject that they don't really know how to tote that news. Um, you know, military didn't teach me everything, but it's because of my military and because of my fathers and my uncles and my grandfathers and my great uncles, all their military. I grew up around them too. And I know their stories. I know their service. I know their friends and all those entities that come together it's a combination of all of that plus my reading of the constitution plus my reading of the laws and the orders that come together um it doesn't make me an expert per se i don't ever claim to be it's just that i read the parts that matter of how the military well, and, operates and when and I how first, legislation when i first started getting to know you that time uh, going over the mountain i remember where i was because i put you on double triple speed because we were about to go out of signal and i wanted <laughs> to hear what you were saying you know so you were talking fast and you're already talking fast <laughs> it was that same well, it's thing. a lot of information you know and, and it's you, a lot you, it's but like I, do you talk slow and, and lay it out slowly or do you talk fast it was so good but, but what i was so impressed with is that um and you haven't done a lot of that so far today but you had all of these executive orders Da, 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 da. And then there's that, and you weren't looking at any notes. And I thought, who is this guy? I said to my wife, who is this guy? And you were making a splash, but you, that was my introduction to, to, but, um, to, you were going by something that was written documents that were written documents and you were beginning to explain it. You didn't decide to make this up out of whole cloth. Now, what's interesting is in my own mind, Months before that, I had said to one of my in-laws, I said, I absolutely believe that, that President Trump, I didn't use commander in chief. I, I said, I absolutely believe he's in command. He's in charge of the military. I don't, I don't think I used the commander in chief. And, well, and the question was, well, why? Well, how do you support that? I said, because look who's sitting in the White House. He can't put sentences together. In what universe would we not be taking over with China by now if he was sitting at the helm? not knowing what to do. And that was my, that was pure Steve logic. It only makes sense. Then I heard you after that and you were, you became um, my confirmation that my gut was telling me, you know, you probably said, I think I've heard you tell people several, some of the people like, like yourself have said, trust your gut. What is your gut telling you? My gut was telling me there's no way Biden was in control and had, and had the football the codes. There's no way he would be in charge of the codes when he can't walk straight or talk straight. So, um, but well, the other the other entity. Well, the other thing is people will say, well, you know, Obama or someone's controlling it from behind the scenes. It's like, no, that's just not how it works. And here's the other thing. I mean, if you if you're ever going to be a devil's advocate and tip your hat into a um, a very broad tip your hat, this is not a deep tip your hat. But I always tell people. There's one thing Democrats do, and President Trump talks about this all the time. Republicans argue with each other. They're always yeah. fighting each other, right? Yeah. Democrats, Democrats, it don't matter what little debates they have up front. They'll pick a horse, and they'll ride that horse until that horse is absolutely starving water. It can't run anymore. So, But then 
Here's the other thing that, that can show other people that, that I've been making this point a bunch. I don't know how much it's sticking out there, but you know, the Democratic convention, they pick their they pick their candidate, right? And they ride with their candidate. If Joe Biden is in let's just say he's real. Let's just play devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah. And we're crazy and we're whatever you want to call us. Then then you know, especially military, I always use my memorial bracelet. I mean, if, if the memorial graves don't mean anything across this nation and the three cannons don't mean what they mean by definition under military customs, if we're just going to erase all that and just go with devil's advocate here, then if Joe Biden is, in, is an incompetent as even CNN and MSNBC and all these are saying, they, then why isn't the Democratic convention, why aren't they picking a new candidate? I mean, why would Joe Biden be the one that hung the moon? He hasn't and he wasn't. So the way that they do their process of selecting a candidate, how come they're not selecting someone younger who is more capable of leading this nation if a Democrat was able to lead this nation in the ways of, you know, whatever people think out there? This is not a debate on Republican Democrat, but just paint that picture of that process that shows you that someone else is in control in a different manner because once again, it is, it's still a political system. It's still a political component where people still have debates and, you know, I don't like to call them arguments, but people do argue sometimes healthy. Um, I don't really like it period. Um, I'm not a political person from that standpoint. I'm just someone who uh, knows military and believes in the military foundation. Um, but then there's also, uh, other little nuggets that we'll get to. I'm sure that, that I told you in the pre-show that, that, you know, that there's people always, you can show them all day long here, here's where it says this, here's this law, here's this law, here's this, but there's a little nugget that recently happened in November, 2023 to do with Israel that is already outlined in something military from 2019. Yeah, talk, talk about that. Go ahead and go where you want to go on that. But what, what were you saying? What is it? that you're referring to right there. Well, so, you know, you always have to go back to once again, and when, when we were talking earlier a while ago, when, when you were saying your gut instinct, right? Well, yeah. you had a gut instinct, right? Yeah. Well, I already had the military portion yeah. long before anybody was knowing what was going on. That's yeah. And then when I wrote the documents, the documents were one of those where I'm like, how do you make this not as long as Obamacare, right? Because yeah. if I, <laughs> You know, if I took every single law and order initially and put it all in one package, then no one would read it. So the documents are, you know, kind of broad from the standpoint. I did that with people. It would just jar someone's mind to go, what is this? And then they could rabbit hole everything around each entity to do with that if they cared and they knew how to do that. Um, So, you know, when you boil down get right to the chase of how a president becomes a wartime president to to tie in the the movie and i don't like using that term because i know people are tired of that they think that well a movie has a start it has a middle and it has an end um you know this is something that it will end in a different manner but it's not gonna we gotta make this continuous because we can't just do this for four years or eight years with commander-in-chief trump and then expect expect that the next eight and 20 and 30 years are supposed to just 
be blissful because of this period back here. It's not. Yeah, this yeah. is always, you know this too, as, as we do with the Bible, that we're, the Bible, God gave man free will. So evil is not eradicated simply because good people start doing good things. Good people eliminate evil by keeping that as a as a, a focal point of knowing that and then keeping it decimated as much as possible. And that's what President Trump talks about all the time. So we, I want people to know you can't get soft and you can't get whatever. But long story short, to know how he's a wartime president, the optics and the comms around March 2020, why of all times, why was the media asking Donald Trump, are you a wartime president? Well, I, you know, I never asked you that, but I've always wondered that. Why were they asking him that question? What did they, so they know? Were asking that, they were not only asking him that, but then they were started writing about the doomsday plane. The doomsday really? plane is rare to see, first off. It's not something you just walk out. I saw an F-18 fly over earlier just skimming the treetops, but we're not far from Maxwell Air Force Base where we are. So it's not it's not impossible, but it's still not a whole lot likely sometimes, depending on uh, flights and the time of the week and the time of the day. But they were talking about the the doomsday plane. Then they were also talking about the nuclear football. That's not something you just want to talk about just willy nilly because it's national security. Yeah. Uh, no matter what you think about the president, it's still someone's life that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and there's just certain things you don't show on TV because of clearance levels and national security. Yeah. So there was a lot of entities with that. So to, to cut to the chase, it's like that goes back to you got to know how this stuff operates and functions. The president, it, it's like when President Trump, I love this quote, he says, if they're going to investigate me, they got to investigate every president before me immediately. He didn't say, he didn't end it with just before me. He said, that means if you're typing that out, it means comma immediately with a heavy emphasis and put that in italics and probably underline like immediately meaning lay off of me or investigate every president because every president, Obama, Clinton, Bush, Bush senior, they all abused, even Carter, they all abused the presidential powers act, the war powers act. All right, they abused that from a presidential standpoint. They used it. Well, it says right here in section 1621 that a president can declare a national emergency. Yeah, in a defense mode, in a protection mode of your nation, not yeah. starting a war in another country. All yeah. right, for for this right here. See yeah. it all boiled back to that. All right. So, you know, and telling American people that a country all the way over here in the Middle East is a threat to you. How? How are they going to get here? So what did they do? They planted a they planted a, a plane, right? So they, they made it seem like, oh, well, this is the way they can do it. Because that would be the only way you could do it. It wouldn't be any other way, right? So we won't get into too much of that. But the War Powers Act, Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1941, on December the 8th, we just had the anniversary of Pearl Harbor, so the next day, Franklin D. Roosevelt told Congress, he didn't ask them, he told them, he told Congress, if you do not act as commander in chief, I will. And see, you'll hear people all the time at these debates at barbecues and family get togethers that the Congress is the only one who can, can, can declare war. That's false. It's false. All right. 
See, what people don't realize is, is the Constitution back here was written, but it's been amended many times. It, yeah. it has to because as we move forward and as things change in technology and your know, livelihoods, everything changes, right? So the Constitution basis is here and it can stay intact, but it's been amended. And the Constitution specifically said that the Congress shall make amendments and it shall also lay out the army and the navy now we didn't have air force back then we didn't have but they were to regulate some regulations of the army and the navy all right yeah. and then the air force came along in 1947 um, of course the coast guard is now recognized as a uh, department of homeland security um, but they do act with the navy during times of war um, and there's a lot around that with what president trump used but getting to the basis once again Congress amended that. So Franklin D. Roosevelt, the first War Powers Act happened in 1941. And the second War Powers Act, which was really not a follow-up to the first, it, it sounds like it when you say first and second, it wasn't. The second War Powers Act talked about land and naval usage, meaning yeah. they opened up all airports, regional, municipal, grass, grass landing, they opened all airports during World War II. They put people on lockdown. They had curfews that people had to be inside. They had to have their lights off at a certain time. My grandmother and grandfather talked oh, yeah. about that a lot. See, but that was for their safety. Now, people realized it back then that it was for their safety because Pearl Harbor was a kamikaze suicide bombing mission. So naturally, people with any kind of common sense, especially back then, had it a lot more than what we do today. But yeah. people then knew, oh, if they're flying at night and my lights are on, then they have a target. So most people put that together. We're in the same scenario. We just have people who are not wanting to listen to military personnel like myself or veteran, which I'm a veteran, not a personnel anymore. I'm not active, but, but once again, people don't want to listen. Here's the, it's a World War II history repeat with a slightly different scenario. And President Trump said that in March 2020. He said different war same scenario. He meant the same laws and the orders that were used. So the first and second War Powers Act were amended in 1973, the War Powers Act of 73. And it specifically says that a president can declare war via national emergencies. Now there's a national emergency that makes the president a wartime president. When he federalized 1 million reserve components to active duty, that's the command that gave him wartime president and it comes with wartime powers it he can control tv internet radio and oh, also yeah. media broadcast that's in 47 us code 606 all right that's title 50 the whole title 50 is the war powers act all right it's the war and national defense national defense not international war and national defense so donald trump has used it to the entity of it since it was prescribed it's like i tell people not misconstrued not butchered not twisted not all that, as it's prescribed all right he became a wartime he federalized one million all right the only person who can federalize reserves and national guard activity is the president of the united states of america can i, can I ask you one question before i get too far Pat? when he did that to federalize them did he kind of secretly do that? And what I mean is they did announce it in the news that today Trump has federalized 
the National Guard. He did it, but it never hit the news, right? He, no, he did have a press conference. He just didn't say. He said that, that he was uh, declared a national emergency. Okay, uh, all right. Which, I just want, he kind of cleverly did it, though, to not yeah. draw attention to it too much. Right? Well, first off, we're all, it was that's the other thing. We were yeah. already in our military occupancy and a continuity of operations plan. All right. And and like I I tell people, the continuity of operations plan are in federal continuity directives one and two. Those those actually prove the military occupation more than the military occupation proves the continuity of operations. Because these have .gov sites that you can go read about the continuity and what happens during emergency declarations and things of that nature. Then you have to have someone that knows, like me, these powers and these war powers of the president. All right. So he did say yes in a press conference that I'm declaring. He did a proclamation on March 13th. Then on March 27th, when he federalized the one million, he declared a national emergency. And, you know, that goes back to people need to know the functionalities of our nation and how our legislation operates and also how it pairs with military laws and orders. Uh, you can go to one of the uh, military uh, manuals and it tells you specifically, I'll, I'll send you that for later, but it specifically says how the military listens to executive orders. It don't talk about acts and other things. It talks about executive orders, which includes acts and codes inside those. And they pair that way. And that's okay. just a that they created, right? Uh, you know, we've, I want to hit this because we come across this a couple of times and a couple of things I haven't known how to ask it, but Sometimes I think it's when you or maybe 107 or someone is telling this story or explaining it, and maybe it's you, Derek, but it's like by the time Trump came down the escalator, there was a war plan in place because you and I talked about that. And by the time he was, he took the oath of office in 2017, January 20, was there the beginning of the continuity of government already in place or was he waiting for something oh, yeah. to happen? No, it was already in place. Because- and the reason, and when that happened, what gave them, I don't know, I don't want to say authority, but maybe that's the word. What gave them the, the, the permission, the authority uh, that when nothing had obviously happened for them to be in a continuity of government, what happened that initially gave him that you know, do you understand what I'm asking? Well, yeah, 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 no, I guess. Well, I'll, so I'll finish. Yeah, go I'll ahead and finish back. that too. I'll, I'll come back and finish the okay. other, how it, how okay. it federalized, but we'll, okay. we'll divert really because, well, this is where people struggle the most. Yeah. So many people cling to the Constitution. The Constitution is the highest law in the land, absolutely. Yeah. What made it the highest law in the land? Our founders fought a war the Revolutionary War. But before that constitution came about, the military was established first. Yeah. All right, we had the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps. All right. The the military is well established. The You know, and I joke, because our Marine Corps buddies, that we, we, we love the banner with each other, but, uh, but the Army came first, and they always say, well, they had to perfect everything and make us. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll tip my hat to them. Uh, but the army came first, all right, 16 days later came the very first laws of war and war, they called them war articles back then. All right. That would be regulations, laws, rules of engagement, all that. Okay. So 
that came long before, jokingly, the Marine Corps, but it came long before the Articles of Confederation, which was our first constitution, and it came long before, well, let's back it up. The Army and the military came before the Declaration of Independence, okay? So that's the key thing. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. The military was established first, war articles, then came your declaration, then came your Articles of Confederation, which was the first constitution, then came the constitution 10 years later. Whoa. Okay. okay. So what gives the military the authority is military is separate from federal government it's separate it's a separate entity matter of fact there's a uh, article floating right now i have to see if it's still out there i can pull it but uh, it, it says basically about a state has x amount of time to square a deal away with an airport that's a military base well we protect the constitution the military protects the constitution it, but they're not they're not the same they're not the yeah. same entities which is why even more that i stress even more that the military justice act the 2016 is probably the most important piece of documentation since the declaration because it solves the argument of you know well you don't solve an argument because people just love to argue but it was obama's presidency and it was obama the supreme court under obama who clarified this so you know it'd be different if you're well if if you're sitting around with a bunch of let's just say liberals i hate to use people like that but but if you're sitting with a bunch of liberals and you go what was your people who did this it's not mine so therefore most of the time they would argue with you that that's a conservative republican type stance because of war and things of that nature yeah well it was your supreme court that was heavily towards the left that clarified that Military laws are separate from civil. The president's separate from commander in chief, and the commander in chief separate from the federal government. So, bravo to your people. It wasn't my hardcore staunch people who want to start wars. It wasn't my people, and that's not even what this is about. That's is why I'm on the scene and trying to tell people all oh, that stuff was your your agenda base. They were all in it together. Both sides were in it together. Um, so, but. For the sake of argument, that is that is one of the key entities. All right. So the military stepped in, and this is where I have to be really careful because see, I'm a I'm a retired veteran, so I still fall under the uniform code of military justice. I can still be tried in a courts martial and a military tribunal. Wow. My wow. All right. And that's that's also in the uniform code of military justice. That is outlined in military law. All right. If you are a recipient, if you uh draw from you know, retirement pay from the military, you can be tried on a wow. All right, so I'm careful when it's like Jayco and I talk about it. I know what I can and can't say, um, but it's because of the oath that I keep. But once again, the military stepped in on the 2016 election. All right, they took over the election. They did not add votes to Donald Trump, okay? They didn't add votes. They didn't do anything but prevent Hillary and the Democratic Convention. They prevented them from adding the votes that they needed to add. Okay. So they would have taken over those Dominion systems that Lou Dobbs talked about that got him fired way back in uh, 2008, uh, 2009, somewhere in there. He got fired from CNN for saying that 
Dominion systems would have implications on future elections. All right. Mm -hmm. He said that way back then. He got fired immediately for saying that. So the military, this has been a plan for a while, and we've gone digital with our voting. And yeah. that's how they, it's easy. Anybody who's a coder or a computer, anybody knows, especially some of the team you have over there behind the scenes, they know how easy it is with, to go in and coding. You can just yeah. swipe something or add something in today's technology, which is yeah. why President Trump talks about Section 230 all the time. And we have to have a digital bill of rights because we're not leaving the technology world. So we have to have a foundation and a premise of something to stand on to go, okay, this is right, this is wrong. You can't do this, you can't do that. You know, so there's that entity. So that's what would have happened. Um, and that's why President Trump says that 2024 will be our final battle is because they have been collecting enough evidence to show the people in a different kind of manner, all right? We already knew, you already had gut instincts, but they have, but they, the military, you know, we complain all the time about uh -huh. our our crappy equipment, but our crappy equipment are analog. They're not digital, so they can't be hacked. So when we yeah. get through we have the numbers and we can say, well, this is how the system works and this is what we have. So they would have taken that over then. So the plan was well in place already. Um, so, you know, and, and the way to prove that is not to prove it that way. It's to prove it via the legislation that's in place that shows, once again, it get, this is a great way to come back in. The only person who can federalize reserve and uh, National Guard active duty is the President of the United States. That's 10 U.S. Code, Section 12302, 12304, and 12406. All right, and let me show you how he did it. He's already done it. If Joe Biden was president, when you go right now, because yeah. people are going to be watching this, this recorded. When people, you know, pause this, go to Google, type in 10 United States Code, section 12302, dot, well, you know, go comma, house.gov. The first thing that's going to pop up is the house.gov actual website that you want to go to, House Representatives. You click on that. It brings up the title 10, 12302. You scroll to the very bottom of the page. The last amended section of that clause, guess what it is? Executive Order 13912, which is Donald Trump's order where he federalized the 1 million components. If Joe Biden was president, this is how law works, this is how legislation works. If Joe Biden was president, you would see Executive Order 14097 and 140. Uh, excuse me, 14102 up under that executive order 13912 because they're reserve component clauses and their executive orders that Joe Biden put out just this past April and just this past July. If he was president by law and legislation and the processes thereof as prescribed by the law, those two orders should be up under there. They're not. It you, mean he, you mean that he actually signed such an order, but it's not there because he's not president? Is that what you're saying? Donald Trump federalized one million reserve components. Yeah, right. One of these orders that Joe Biden, quote unquote, signed is 3,000 reserve components. So that's 3,000 out of that one million. Okay. All right. It, it has to be there because it's a con continuity of yeah. operations plan in the military. But they're using Biden because they're also taking down another portion 
of the swamp. There's multiple layer operations taking place. That's why Man. it's hard for people to follow. It, it is, is hard. hard to follow. You're right. It's, it's hard. hard. Yeah. But if Joe Biden was legally president, if he was an actual president by law and as prescribed by the law, those orders must be posted. And yeah. it doesn't take six, eight, ten months to post on these sites. It takes them three to five days to post that. Okay. But let and me tell you, here's how you solve it. If you didn't have any piece of legislation whatsoever by Joe Biden, then you'd have your answer. See, if you if you didn't have that, there'd be people who do know where to find these that would go, wait, there's not a single anything, period. Now his executive orders post to the federal register. But they're not in the house.gov. They're not where they're supposed to be when it comes to the actual three branches. Well, that's government. so confusing because you said in some places he signed it and it is posted, but it's not posted there. So why would it post some places? Well, the federal, well, the federal register, the federal register, even though it's a .gov site, I mean, you and I right now could could come up with some kind of uh, you know business plan. Um, or, or a, you know, like a jacket or, a, you know, a hat or some hmm. kind of product. And we could go register something with the federalregister.gov. Okay, so anybody can get something yeah. posted there. That's, that's not there. where your law, that's not where your actual laws that go through the House and through the Senate post. Where they post is what matters. The federal register is, it. they reflect some things that's going on. But what's actually going on by legislation purposes and how the law operates, how it functions, Joe Biden, anything that Joe Biden has said, I mean, excuse me, has signed that has to do with the military, yeah. it's not where it's supposed to be. Okay. It's not. He and here's been, another thing. I'm going to show you your something. Point is, your point is because he's not commander in chief, therefore it can't go there. Is that what you're saying? That's correct. Well, because it's the military. Well, it's not because that's really it, the, the proper term would be is because it's a military occupation and a continuity of operations plan that's been a plan for way back here. We're, we're oh. almost eight years into this. This is what's wow. amazing. So here's the other thing really quick. The nugget that pairs to that is this. So on October the 7th, the 50th anniversary of Yom Kippur, the media, mainstream media, broke to the people, the American people, that there was a music festival attack in Israel, right? Well, that all of a sudden led to, within one week now, one week, Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, Mexico, Canada, Slovenia, Bulgaria, Romania, um, let's see, Netherlands, Italy, France, um, let's see, who am I missing? United Arab Emirates, Denmark, Sweden, uh, United States, and then also Kamala is telling everybody, oh, and we forgot Australia, Canada, said them, uh, Russia? What's Russia doing in what's Russia doing in Israel? All right. So all these people were in Israel within one week, in two weeks, and three weeks. And then also Kamala is on CNN and all these entities telling people that we're not having any US troops in Israel. Well, that's weird because I got them right here. It's on a public flight app. Here they are. They're in Israel. Okay. So that's all on this. Then they tell you all through November, all through November, they tell you the fight has now been taken to the tunnels in Gaza. Right. How can I prove, how can I prove this is a military occupation? Well, right here, this is an army manual. Thank you, army. Sorry, Marine Corps, but this is an army manual 
Okay. There it is. Yeah, U.S. Army, it says. And then it goes this. It says approved for public release. Distribution is unlimited. So it's public. It's a dot .mil site, as people see on the bottom, dot .mil. All right. That's official. All right. Let's look at the year here. 2019. Now look what it says. Shaping the deep fight, operational implications for the 21st century subterranean conflict. Subterranean means tunnels and sewers, ladies and gentlemen. And if you go and you see it in the documents, I already had this way in the documents, way back here in 2021, June 24, 2018, military.com put out an article that the army is spending a half billion dollars training our soldiers for our next wars will be in mega cities, not inside them, but beneath them. All right, that was June 24, 2018. August the 1st, 2019, the Washington Examiner put out an article that the Army is training soldiers going into sewers and tunnels, spending $572 million. They were specific, $572 million. All right, President Trump always says, we'll get everybody else to pay for it. People always say, prove, prove where Trump said that he's going to get someone else to pay for it. Trump said, we're going to get people, we're going to get Mexico to pay for the wall. All right. Well, no one's proven that, but he, he says it all the time. We're going to get people to pay for it. What are the odds that on October 27th in Oklahoma that Johnson and Johnson by court order was forced to pay $572 million on opioids, right? This was a, this was a court case on opioids. Who declared war on opioids and who has executive orders on that? Donald John Trump. Who declared a war on trafficking, all forms of it, but especially drug trafficking? Donald John Trump. What's he talk about in all his speeches all the time? He says, I asked President Xi what they do for drug trafficking. We call them quick trials, trial in the morning, execution by end day. All right. To prove this was all an occupation, let's just uh, look at this little thing right here. Chapter 25 of this. Chapter 25, let me pull it over a little bit more. There it is. Hamas, Egypt, Gaza, cross-border operations. What year is that? 2019. That, 2019. Hamas, Egypt, cross-border operations. And every aircraft I've been showing on the aircraft have been flying to Egypt, back and forth to Israel, back and forth. This is 2019 Army.mil. And let me just put the icing on the cake right here. Here's, here's where the icing really comes. All right, on page, on the introduction page of this manual, Army manual, all right, second paragraph, it says to some, and I'll, I'll go ahead and put it up here where people know I'm not messing around, but it says to some, the solution to the subsurface problem lies at the tactical level of war. In 2017, who was your president? In 2017, the U.S. Army allocated $572 million in training and equipping active duty brigades to fight in large scale subterranean. Is that facilities. the same amount as the as the uh, drug, the uh, or correct. opioids? That's correct. It's also the same amount that was in the Washington Examiner of August 2019. Are they talking? Is this all the same money on those places? I mean, it's, that's it's correct. Totally that's correct. Yeah. Whoa. 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 He's just being, uh, I mean, he got, he was literally awarded it by the 
big pharma thing who had settled and then they used it for the subterranean? Gee. Trump, well, see, what he's doing is he's taking, they're getting all the dirty money back. I mean, we're not going to go away from some So that's point. what you mean when you, when you said Trump makes someone else pay for it and you just prove who's paying for this one. Wow. Well, and that's the Army Manual, and it was written 20, uh, 2019. And shout out to all the females out there, because I've been telling people 85% of the demographic that follow me are females because of love and the peace is written by a female major uh, from oh, the school. Um, we'll put it up here um, by Major Haley Mercer. And it's the okay. school of obviously the school of advanced, uh, let's see, advanced studies, U.S. Army well, um, Derek, are you saying, are you making some point that there's not fighting going on in tunnels in Hamas now, or are you saying that this started back in 2019? This, I'm saying it? that. Well, what I'm saying is that we started training our soldiers. Oh, for training. That. Okay. And there's another, there's another one out there. There's another piece. This is another one that was in 2019 by uh, this major. It's a male major here, but. I just highlighted approved for public use and everything, but this is another one. It's called Subterranean Operations and Operational Art. Okay. So, and there's a lot of uh, dot, dot mill sites out there that, that started uh, educating people and also commanders on subterranean conflict uh, because most of the time that subterranean uh, territory and subterranean topics was more specific uh, to special operations. It wasn't... Okay. See, the Army, it's why it said a while ago, uh, let me pull that back off that line really fast, where it talks about this, and it, it kind of explains it, where it says, to some, the solution to the subsurface problem lies at the tactical level of war. Well, in 2017, it talked, so they did, most of our military for years has been on a tactical level, not so much of the subterranean, the subsurface underground. And then one of these, I don't have it right here, but one of these talks about how Russia, North Korea and a lot of these countries are are like you know fluent in subterranean conflict really? where we're not. So you know, like when I say Russia and Israel, if Russia was a bad person, if Russia was a bad military, if they were bad anything, they would be in Israel. I can tell you that right now. All right. So you know, so many people just follow noise and drama. Or yeah. do they want to know how this stuff operates? That goes back to the two two key components. Um, because once you read it and get it in a, like what my book talks about is is a chronological order, right? I got a chronological of when yeah. it started. You always have to know the origin and then work your way down. So, so what the, people are doing right now are, are picking up from right now and they're trying to they're trying to pick up now and go forward, but you got to go backwards and then work your way forward to know. What's going on? And so let me let me just restate the one part because it's fascinating to me that um, on October seven, Hamas uh, purportedly attacked Israel, and there was the these um, tragic um, crimes against humanity and all that. And then we were told that uh, the underground warfare began to be fought from war to, over Hamas. But you're saying, if I'm getting it right, about 2018, 2019. They began to prepare for this war in uh, that started October seven or days after October seven. Well, there's always, there's always going to be fights, no matter what. There's always going to, like we were talking about earlier, but 
a lot of this is, and I hate using the word movie, and I'm not knocking anybody who does, um, because there are real components of this taking yeah. place. Yeah. However, the uh, the fact of the matter is, is that, um, you know, it's hard to use it without saying a movie. It really yeah, is. Yeah. But, I understand. But what everybody's watching. When President Trump says this, he says this all the time. I have to, I, I mean, all I did is take his torch and I took the laws and the orders that he put in place. And it's like, I look at that as a torch and I'm running with it for him. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Because he can't do this. And he told people never again will we voice to the public what's going on with our military. Right. Now, I, I know what I can and can't say based off, like I said, the Uniform Pen Military Justice. However, the flip side of that is that President Trump tells you all the time, he tells people all the time, every speech, somewhere, some form, the two words central casting pops up. Central he does. Casting. He does. Right. Now, where that's hard to, to break down, where that's hard for people is because when they see things on TV that people are dying, they can't separate death. Yeah, it's, it's it, it, understandably so, right? Because when, right, he's saying, yeah, I get when he's saying central casting, he is saying some are actors in this drama. But at the same time, your point is there's real people dying over here. There's been people dying in certain entities. However, okay. a lot yeah. of this is, is still a, a proportion of this is still to go. What's it going to take for people to care and wake up to what matters? We're in an economy right now where I think they're trying to teach people to go back to your basics of what matters. Right. And you and I probably know and, and, and I may, people may think I'm too young to remember this, but there was a time we used to sit around the dinner table and talk yeah. to each other. You didn't yeah. have a phone. You didn't answer the phone. You let the phone ring. You didn't even have cell phones. You just had a landline and just let it ring. Well, they'll call back, right? And, and they're getting back to the basics of teaching people what matters right now. And at what point are you going to care about your nation? Not drama, not noise, not all the stuff where instant gratification, self-gratification. I mean, there's so much it, it reminds me of Sodom and Gomorrah when you read the Bible. There's so much emphasis on selfishness, you know, worrying about yourself, not caring about your neighbors and things of that nature. Um, oh, and man. at what place do you reset that? At yeah. what place do we start caring again about the things that matter yeah. and the things that we need, not things that we want? And I, well, look, I mean, if anybody sees my closet, I love shoes, I love ball caps. You know, so, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here, but at the same time, I have what I need. I don't go out and get stuff that I want. You know, I want a nice red Corvette, but I'm pretty sure I'd be called a lot of kind of names if I had a red red Corvette right now with the mission that I'm doing. So right now, God don't want me to have a red Corvette, and I don't have a red Corvette, and I don't see it anywhere in the future. <laughs> you know, I have what I need, though, and I tell people God's always provided for me what I need when I need it. But anything yeah. I want that he doesn't want me to have, I don't have it. And I think if if people could ever, you know, death is something that that can happen at any moment, anywhere, any any kind of situation. Um, you know, the Bible says my grandpa would tell anybody, well, get over it. You're going to die. Uh, and yeah. that's that old school mentality. Well, sorry, pal, but you're going to die. It's just it's appointed to man. The Bible tells you there's once appointed to man a time to die. 
So, so many people focus on that instead of focusing on what can I do for my neighbor? What can I do for my community? What can I do for my country? Um, you know, so anyway, I think that people focus on the wrong thing because it's, it, they're just seeing it on TV. They're yeah. not living it. They've never been in the military. They've never done something that's a rescue or, or doing something for another country where children don't. I mean, the children that, that a lot of the, that y'all help too. I mean, a lot of these children in these countries, they get a box of books and it's just like they, they hit the jackpot. You yeah, know? That's, that's kids over Chris... here don't get a toy. Kids yeah. over here don't get a toy on Christmas. They pitch a fit, right? Can we come back to that part where you said um, what uh, Kamala saying uh, there's no one in Israel, and yet, and the fact is, we were in Israel. What's going on there? Is she oblivious to where in Israel? Does she not know? Is she playing a part to deny? What What can you describe as happening when that when she's on there saying we're not that we're not even there? All all that Biden and Kamala and anything of that nature is is all part of the operation and continent of operations. Okay. Um, I mean, we're we're past the point of humor now. I mean, especially yeah. when when Biden says certain things. And, I mean, look, I know this is a Christian network, but we just have you just this one is the best one to paint a picture of. When you have a president, yeah. All right, can you? I would love to be the guy in his ear going, "Say this," because that's what they're doing. Hey, fall right here. That's why they put him on the. What beat. I can't figure out, though, Derek, is the White Hats telling him to do that, and he's complying, or is it the other side? Well, right? you got to. Well, you, no, no, you got to. You got to separate. And I, I look. I, I let people use the term White Hat, Black Hat, because uh, and Lieutenant Colonel Boasty and I talk about that a lot. Does the military use those terms? No, we don't. Well, we don't yeah, I mean, we're hat. talking about us uh, normies. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, right. and so what? As a normie. There's the no. good guys and the bad guys. Is the good this guy telling a, him to do that, or is the bad this guy? This is a military him? operation. At okay. the end of the day, it's a military operation. The military and it's the military This is a multi-level operation where okay. they already had that planned out. Every And see, here's what people don't realize or what I think about. Look, just two days ago, two days now, they popped out articles saying that, that Zelensky was coming to D.C. Right. Just just two days, boom, here's Zelensky's coming. What happened all during the weeks before when Biden's last speech was or Biden's last quote-unquote press conference? Donald John Trump was on TV every single day. Biden's only on, on schedule, what, on a movie because they have time to film this stuff. That's what okay. people have to realize. He's not on every single day. You'll see him, and then you don't. You'll see Kamala, then you don't. So you gotta you gotta keep that in mind. You gotta keep that, but you gotta keep that in mind. And that's what people are not putting together is that first off, real or not, why would you not want your president or vice president being visual every day, keeping you up to date every day? You right. should want that because right. that is why they ran for that office, is to be visual, to be diligent, to be verbal to you every day, to show you what's going on. Okay. Right. They're not. And that's what people aren't putting together. So all of this is an operation. Every single entity of it, especially this, and that's why I said I know it's I know it's probably bad what I'm about to say because it's a it's a <laughs> but it's not bad in another manner. But I mean, he's he's announcing his secretary, who happens to be used to be Buttigieg, and he goes, Secretary Buttigieg. Okay, and it's very 
very blatant. You can hear it as black. Sick, sick to your booty juice. A gay guy? Like, come on. Like, that was Biden who introduced Buttigieg, right? And he's a gay guy, right? He's openly gay. And he, when he, this is not, this is not a flub. You can go actually look on the CNN and all the others on YouTube. This is not someone where someone uh, did an overdub to it. No, this is live. You can go watch it on whitehouse.gov and all those others. And he goes, Secretary Buttigieg. All right. This thing, you just can't make this stuff up. Now, I know that's, you know, I know it's a little. And I mean, you would say that he's scripted to he's scripted yeah. to completely screw it up and including almost insulting. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because here, here's what you do. What what Donald Trump has done is he's bested them. When he says the best is yet to come, that's a chess term. All right. That's what that means. There's a hidden meaning behind that. The best is yet to come. Listen, here's what you do. Here's what the best is. The, the worst thing you can do to somebody is humiliate them. It ain't to beat them. It's not to beat them. Because if you want to beat them, that means you want to be an ego and you're beating your chest. It's all about yourself. If you want to humiliate somebody, it ain't about yourself. It's a team then. Donald Trump in chess, this is a chess term. Yeah. When you best somebody, it's to make the king stalemate. That means... And metaphorically speaking, in our terms, in layman's terms, though, but in real life terms, you either starve or you surrender. That's what stalemate means. You trap the king and they have to starve or surrender. That is what besting means. I just bested you. I didn't beat you, but I just bested you. In other you. words, it's, it's, uh, I was looking at your notes. It means that they're out of moves. They have no more moves to make. No more moves to make. All right. So. Then it becomes like if I was challenging you, Steve, to yes. something, right? Yeah. And I got you trapped. Well, then my attitude would be this. My attitude would be, well, I can wait on you just as long as I want to. So all I do, because if I bested you, I already have water supply. I already have foods. I already have what, whatever metaphor you want to use. I already have what I need. I just feel, all right. I can go as long as you want to go, but you don't have water, you don't have food, you don't have ammo, you have no supply, you don't have you have no reinforcement. So you either starve or you surrender. That is what besting means. That's yeah. following Trump's. So the best is not here yet. The best is yet to come. The best oh. is not here yet. Right? That's You'll what, know that. So You'll know so, it because oh, you know, they're gonna let you know. So when so Trump uses that calm, well, he does he talk about best? Does he in his speeches? Does he? Does he use that best term to to say to say that? Well, he just says the best is yet. When he tells people, he's saying the best is yet to come. He's That's what he's doing. That. He's, he's calling people. He's, we're not. He's telling people we're not to the revelation yet. We're we're not there yet. There still had to be stuff taking place because it's a military operation. And you know, I don't care what anybody says. It says it's not an operation. Well, then why is this here? Why is Biden, quote unquote, if he ain't real, then why is he extending every single 11, 11 executive orders with 11 national wow. Why is he extending those? It'd be different if he did one, but all 11 and then there's other entities that play into it that, you know, you take and all can that. I, let me ask you this, because I can't, I can't remember if I asked you this before or not, but the Congress, the senators, we see them on and off. Are they... Uh, Derek, do all of the congressmen and senators know this entire game's being played? All Absolutely. Okay, everyone knows. 
that's what a continuity of operations plan is. And that's why it's important for people, for people who are skeptical or still in this land where they're like on a fence or whatever it could be, you still have to know the operations. I tell people all the time, three, three branches of government, 68% of 332 million people cannot name the three branches. Just name them. Don't tell me what they do. Just name the three branches of government. So if we have that group of people that can't even name them, then you can't, you definitely not gonna comprehend how they operate, how they function. But the three branches of government, if you care about this stuff, Congress or what operate the three or the two branches, but then you have, well, actually one branch rather, the legislative branch, but then you have yeah. the executive branch, which is your president, the cabinet, the vice president, then you have your judicial, your judges. So, yeah. so yes, they know what's going on, but the operation portion of that is found in the federal continuity directives one and two. They were issued January 17, 2017 and June 13, 2017. When, so. when, when we're watching, uh, and I know you hate using the movie, so I'm, I'll try not to you, when we're watching this oh, I mean. and, and they're trying to give another $100 billion to uh, Ukraine, is that really happening? Are we really sending money to Ukraine like that? No, and what's happening in Ukraine is, is going to get you booted off of TikTok and all the other networks if you're trying to hit there. And like, if you talk about Ukraine, you're going to be deleted. Uh, but what's happening in Ukraine is, is not that. They're, uh, in those documents, now, in my documents, I say this all the time, but see, the problem is is we are a technical world, right? There are people like your team members, I stink at it, I'm not, I'm not good at it at all, but there are people like your guys in the bit behind the scene here who can take something, they can Photoshop it, photo. We're in that world. So yeah. it, it, it either goes back to you believe in .mil and .gov sites, but before they deleted this, they, meaning uh, the, the entities, the powers that be, good or bad, before they deleted this, I was on the U.S. Embassy for Ukraine. I was on their site way back in uh, 2021, January. And I found, and it took me forever, you got to click and search and click. It, it wasn't just on the front page or a couple pages. I found it, though. It was the pages that showed where the United States of America funded their biochemical labs in Ukraine. Now, all throughout 2021 and 2022, early 2022, oh, Biden, and it, this was on purpose now, but the Biden administration and, and the, their press conferences said there are no bio labs in Ukraine. Yeah, I remember well, that. That's false. Because one, Victoria Newland, who worked for the Obama administration under Vice President Joe Biden, who yeah. is now the undersecretary under quote unquote Biden. See, they use all these key people, same people, John Kerry, all of them, they use the same people. So Victoria Newland, March the 8th, 2022, is under oath. Marco Rubio, she's under oath, March the 8th, 2022. Just right before that, guess who went into Ukraine? Russia, just a couple weeks before. All right. Well, she's under oath and she says there are bio labs in Ukraine, but we're afraid the Russians are going to get them. Well, that's all part of this operation. What Russia is doing is what Donald Trump wasn't going to do. He didn't start a war internationally. Right. So he had Russia go in their motherland because 85 yeah. percent of Ukraine speaks Russian. Yeah. Right. And that's their motherland of what should have never probably been divided years ago because people are going to find out that the Iron Curtain was not 
uh, as good as people thought it was. That was dictators telling other countries what they're going to do. So there's a lot of stuff in history that's going to be kind of brought to the surface, right? And people thought that, oh, Reagan and oh, and Bush and oh, you know, well, a lot of people going to find out that a lot of that was also dictatorship in different manners. They made it look a certain way, but Ukraine has bio labs that Russia are bombing. They're not in there for the people. They're not hurting people. They're not trying to take land from the people. They're bombing these biochemical labs that who funded? The United States of America, Obama, Vice President Biden, Bush, Clinton, they're all tied together. Wow. Wow. Well, let me ask then, uh, in, in, a, in a few minutes we have remaining, is there anything that you, I know you had things on your list. Is there anything that we didn't hit that you'd like to point out uh, from your notes that, that you were going to bring forward today? Anything else? Well, that, that, were, that, were, that, were the, that were the notes for the, you know. That the was army. pretty much it. Okay. I tell people, if you believe in the military, then you got to believe in our laws, our orders, our customs, our regulations, because they're separate from federal. Well, uh, you know, um, I, I sure hope that Hollywood will make a movie that that tells this story one day, showing the whole um, how they they constructed the the military constructed this continuity of uh, operations and people were were assigned parts that had parts. I hope someone makes a really interesting movie, and, and that shows it from the from the viewer's perspective or from the citizens' perspective. Because I don't know if believe it's it's so almost unbelievable that they can pull this off but they're pulling it off they're they're and and it is primarily to wake us up it's is that about right this whole and it's not just us i mean we have support partner forces that are operating there's good guys all over the world operating together um and it's to wake up the world it's, it's not just uh it's not just the, the americans you know us americans yeah um, so. and if it had not been do, as you look at this derek uh, Commander in Chief Trump, which is basic, he's basically operating as the president, but without the 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 title. His people are taking any significant orders. Don't they come through Trump, or did he delegate that out? He de he delegates a lot because he put in an executive order that get, it was a direct order, as it reads in that order. But he gave a direct order to the Secretary of Defense. Uh, I remember that. Party. Um, so. Um, it's basically uh, in a delegatory ro role where, where generals, multiple generals are, you know, now they all speak, they're all, you know, they know what's going on. But they, I mean, that's who really wanted to do this. It wasn't, it, this was not Donald Trump's plan. You know, they just, they needed someone who would be the face of it. And they said, we'll protect you. Because if this was anybody else, this also proves this. This was anybody else in a normal setting, Donald Trump yeah. would have been assassinated for doing the things that he would have done but going into North Korea, um, you know, treating uh, Kim Jong-un as, you know, saying that, I mean, but maybe not that entity, but walking in front of the queen, uh, he left the Argentinian president standing on the stage at one of those G7. I remember that. He turned around and was like, but just some of the things, he wouldn't, that, when people flipped that equation and look, he was the first person to ever go in the forbidden city of China and over 500 years of foreign leaders ever been there. The things that he did, the embassy declaring Jerusalem capital, if you don't get chill bumps for that, that's the biggest one. But right. all the things that he did, he wouldn't have been able to do that unless he had a massive military backing him and not just the U.S. 
all over the world. So, yeah. Well, and then again, it's like the, the military as an entity came up with this plan uh, and he did, you said he did, delegated a lot of the commander in chief stuff, but you know, he's got the presidential motorcade that's in every way a presidential motorcade. Yeah, for sure. Um, and as I know, that's one is to protect him literally, uh, but two is kind of just seems like it's to send a message in case to anyone is paying attention that if the if he was really former president only, he wouldn't get that motorcade, right? Mm -mm. Well, another thing is it, it, they're doing it. They're just letting things play out slowly, just like anybody uh, who's National Guard or Reserve. One, they can't talk because they're under oath and national security. But anybody who knows that, especially if they're married, someone's married to someone, they're always gone. Uh, reserves, reserves don't do state missions. They don't do dual missions. They're federal only. They have to be federalized by the president. The only president who is federalized, the reserve components, is Donald John Trump. So anybody who's married to it, they already know. Now, most of them know they can't talk, things of that nature. Uh, but there's a lot of soldiers who just don't know. They don't know the laws and the orders. Now, that don't mean they're bad people. I'm not, I'm not here to beat up that. Uh, they will take an order because uh, that's what they're under. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people that's starting to see going, oh, because they have to go read it. They have to go see, oh, federal, oh, reserves, they only do a federal mission. They're not state. They don't do state emergencies. They're yeah. federal. So when people start seeing that more and more and more during the week, during the middle of the day now, we're talking about the middle of the week, middle of the day, that's just not how the National Guard operates, not how the reserve components operate. Do you do you believe that anyone, because um, this chess game metaphor and all that, does anyone know when, when and exactly how this ends, or does it have to be played out by both sides and they'll all figure it out at, at the same time? What, well, yeah, they have both. They have a window of what they, they it's just like any kind of operation they they want a window of of you know here's what we like to take place here's what we like to accomplish in between that um because the federal continent directives as a matter of fact the, the dates on those are published they're public it says 2020 uh, 2018 to 2022 and 2020 to 2024 so you know there, there was a 2024 clause in there and, you know, our military knows what we can do, first off, uh, with the, the operations that we have. But that's also why they, they train so hard. Um, but they, they knew kind of a window of what how long it would take, which it worked out perfect in another manner uh, because I, I show people all the time. You know, once people click and once people read and it clicks, they'll see that you give President Trump four visual years do everything that they need to be set up legislative-wise. Every single thing was done by the letter of the law as prescribed by the law. Every T, every I dotted, T crossed by the letter as prescribed by the law, four years visual. Then you pull them back and all these are still operating, all right? And then they're doing the takedown too of the swamp at the same time and doing this operation back here. And then they put in Joe Biden as a corrupt leader. And so they're taking out two things at one time. Yeah, All right. and and it shows the humility of CIC Trump for stepping yeah. back. This was never about him. This was about a bigger picture. The military operations are not for certain entities. It's for the bigger picture. Yeah. All right. Then the next four years visual. So you got twelve years to do what normally would have taken eight. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, in, in in that twelve, 
Yeah, he's probably getting about 24 years of work done because of. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's longer than that for sure. Awesome. Hey, talk about your book and we'll put your website up there uh, so people can order. Uh, Talk about the book. Well, you know, um, I won't won't spoil it too much because the title obviously is The Midnight Rider Rides Again. But uh, one of my uh, revolutionary heroes uh, was uh, Paul Revere. Of course, he didn't get honored and. Uh, until years later with uh uh in a in a book himself so uh but i'll leave it i'll leave the surprise though okay of why, why the paul revere connection uh, that was good. Book. uh yeah. but basically i tell people it's not a book from book standards not a novel it's not, it's not gonna read it you're not gonna fall asleep in the recliner well you still might fall asleep but you're not gonna it's not gonna be one of those where you read it it's one of those I tell people, I made it an eight and a half by 11. It's more of a workbook uh, where you open it like a devotional. You pull your laptop up and you can read it through. Sure, you can read it through, but it's better to, to get your laptop, get a highlighter or a pen, however you like to do, or another piece of paper and make notes. I put everything in the chronological order, everything, not wow. just the military laws and military operate, but everything is in a date format from top to bottom, when this started. So I start with the law war manual and I start with the, the escalator and, uh, and I work my way forward. I had to cut off at some point because yeah, actually, not done. Um, but there will be a part two. It'll be able to pick up from, uh, you know, what's taking place uh, right now until, uh, you know, the revelation of all the, the cannons and all that when it's revealed, but, um, and so, but yeah, it's all the way up to November, 2023. So sounds uh, good, man. I appreciate that. Okay. Well, we have it up there and if there it is, rattletrap1776.com go there. And then it, once you get there, there's actually a Shopify uh, link. Click on see more gear and it'll take you over there and you'll see find more, the book. See more yeah. gear under Shopify. there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Derek, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, I really, really do. We need, we need to get you back more more often. Uh, hey, quick reminder, Johnny Enlow will be with us on Monday morning, so don't miss that. For you watching this, it's Friday. Have a great weekend. And Derek, thank you so much. We'll have you back soon. God bless you all. Have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.